Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Now, I know it's a bit weird to say, but as fish geeks in general, I think we never are completely satisfied with our aquariums. I mean, we love them and we pour everything we've got into them, literally and figuratively, and we want to keep doing all kinds of cool stuff. Now, one of the things that I found it hardest to do as an aquarist who owns a company that, you know, part of our job is to inspire people and give some ideas on how to utilize the materials that we, that we offer uh, is to speed up the creation of new aquariums. The reality is that my whole aquarium career has been geared towards being able to slow down and establish aquariums over long periods of time, allowing them to evolve. And that doesn't always square well with the get more ideas out there yesterday mindset that, seem, that you seem to need to have in today's social media-fueled hobby. I watch some of these YouTubers out there just crashing through like every barrier in this frantic pace to get to the next project as quickly as possible. It's like, can't stand still for a second or, or what exactly? Do these creators really think that they're going to lose a substantial percentage of their followers just because it's Wednesday, they're still stabilizing their African river tank and they didn't get to that 240 gallon piranha tank that they were talking about just yet? They really think that? I mean, it's kind of crazy. However, I do understand the mindset behind it to a certain extent. Yeah, like when you see part of your responsibility being to inspire other people through your ideas and work, you want to show as much as possible as frequently as possible. But does that mean constantly creating some new setup to follow whatever the hot thing is at the moment so you can keep people engaged? It gets ridiculous after a while. You know, if it's Thursday, it's time for the rainbow fish biotope tank. Or was it the macroalgae tank? Or maybe it's the sword tail tank. Again, I suppose part of me does understand. Creators feel that they need to create, but why always a new tank? Why not produce content focusing on evolving and perfecting the existing tanks? Talk about them, the ideas, the challenges, the status, and the progress on that tank you just started. Some creators do this, and it's really great content. Now, I also understand that some professionals can show new tanks every week because, well, that's what they do. For example, our good friends, uh, Jeff and Mike Sensky at Aquarium Design Group, they're pretty much the best in the world at what they do, in my opinion. And they're always creating new stuff because that's what their job is. And they do a great job at it, and it's super inspiring. But you don't have to. They'll, Jeff would be the first to tell you, don't. Do what you, what it makes you feel good. You shouldn't, as a hobbyist, feel that there's some pressure to constantly feature new stuff on your Instagram feed. Because there isn't. I mean, the pressure is there, but the pressure is perceived. I could have easily succumbed to this perceived urgent need to crank out a rapid succession of tanks over the last few months. After all, it's been almost 18 months since I was able to have a meaningful home aquarium because of my home remodeling project. I've got a ton of ideas. My wife is 100% behind me to give me the green light to do whatever I want. And I feel really good about the projects I've got planned, like full speed ahead, right? Well, where's the fun in that? Yeah, I've purposely kept myself on a hobbyist footing and I'm trying to simply play with each tank and work on the challenges that arise with them in a manageable, logical pace. 
I want to fully enjoy each one for what it is. And I've been sharing what's been going on with them. Maybe it's not as exciting as, you know, perhaps setting up two more new cool tanks, but it feels a little more honest to me. It's a little more realistic with what's going on. I've made the effort to document and discuss the progress with my brackish water mangrove tank. You're probably sick of it by now, but I spent a lot of time sharing, you know, images and social media posts on the progress of the mangroves. As I mentioned a bunch of times, mangroves don't generally like being transplanted and they shock out and take some time to recover. And in my case, it was real touch and go there for a while. They were in a very stable environment for a long time. And then I uprooted them into a brand new tank and it was not handled as probably as well as I could have. And I thought I might lose all of my, you know, two and a half year old seedlings that I grew from Propagals. Fortunately, I've taken my time to let them come around and revive. And I've had some great discussions with, you know, fellow mangrove geeks about them. And it's been really gratifying to see these plants come back. And it's been fun to share the progress and criticize myself along the way. And to talk about the fact that my aggressive handling of the trend plant almost killed them. To share the good, the bad, and the downright ugly with hobbyists is the name of the game here. But... Today's topic isn't just about creating content for social media or whatever. It's about the mindset that you should cultivate to slow down and enjoy every aspect of what you're doing. I'm all about, I don't know, deferred gratification or more realistically gratification from every stage of the aquarium journey. And it's a journey. I think it's just more fun to work through a tank as it evolves. Yeah, I've had times when I've killed a project really quickly. You've probably seen that where I started something and I just wasn't feeling it and I killed it. I changed my mind on something, or maybe something wasn't working right, I just ended it. However, that's almost never happened to be when I've been working with a project that I put a lot of thought into ahead of time that I didn't really give a lot of thinking to. It's usually something that I was a little more spontaneous about and just really wasn't feeling, but seemed right at the time. A case in point uh, of a project with a lot, a lot of thought is uh, I've been working on this small botanical method tank, <coughs> excuse me, that I started a couple of months back. Um, I had in my mind that I wanted to do like an Asian themed tank for some, you know, Asian blackwater fishes, utilizing that approach, or at least starting with that approach of leaf litter only, and then gradually evolving the tank into something a little bit more ecologically diverse, including plants and so forth. And a lot of people asked me to do another one of these leaf litter only tanks to sort of show how it can be set up and managed. And, I, you know, I did, I put some posts up and so forth. And I've done this type of tank a few times before, so I wasn't exactly breaking new ground. But it was fun to document the process. I felt and I still feel that the leaf litter only approach is one of the easiest, if not the easiest, botanical method aquarium to run and kind of get into the whole process. And of course, I wanted to work on that longer term theme of heavy leaf litter twigs and some easy epiphytic plants uh, growing in the display. So the process was sped up considerably to begin evolving it towards that. The leaf litter only phase was just sort of a waypoint in a journey, and it, it kind of worked. A journey, because that's what each aquarium we create really is, right? Yet it can't help but wonder why it is that in the aquarium world, we seem to feel the need to get to something that we call finished, and really quickly at that. I wonder if it has to do with some inherent impatience that we as aquarists, or perhaps just as humans in general, a desire to see the finished product as soon as possible, a sort of goal-oriented mindset, something like that, that we just have. And there is nothing at all wrong with that, I suppose. I just kind of wonder what the big rush is. I guess when we view an aquarium in the same context as, I don't know, a dental procedure, a tax return preparation, or folding your laundry, I could see how the rush to finish would take on greater significance. On the other hand, if you look at an aquarium as you would a garden, an organic, living, evolving, growing entity, and something enjoyable, then the need to see the thing finished becomes much less important. 
Suddenly, much like a road trip, the destination becomes less important than the journey. It's about the experiences gleaned along the way. Enjoyment of the developments, the process. In the botanical style aquarium, it's truly about a dynamic and ever-changing system. Every stage holds fascination. I mean, is there ever really a finish line to an aquarium? Does it ever reach finish? Does nature? Of course not. Rather, it's a continuous evolution in which there might be some competition between fishes, plants, or corals in a reef tank, of course, that results in one or more species dominating all the rest. Maybe. Or perhaps diversity continues to win with lots of different life forms eking out an existence in your artificial microcosm just as they've done in nature for eons. It's kind of exciting. We don't have all the answers. And that's okay. That's part of the fun. And we should enjoy those times when our tanks aren't just doing their thing, evolving, which is every single day. Yet, again, there's an apparent disconnect in the general aquarium hobby, a desire to get to finished, whatever that actually is, as quickly and as easily as possible. Like, why are we in such a damn rush? What's the point of trying to quickly get through all of the amazing stages of your aquarium's development en route to some strange and seemingly enigmatic destination called finished? Now, I personally think that our social media feud you know, fueled hobby era has continued to push this narrative to the detriment of the hobby. Now, there he goes again, hating on social media. Look, I'm not hating social media. It's one of the greatest facilitators of human communication in history. However, I am criticizing the behavior of humans who use it. We only want to show the best side of everything. We seem to want to create an aura of an excitement and energy and momentum. I, I guess that's why we always share new tanks and that's we got to show a new build all the time or whatever. Just glossing over the daily progress in order to show the, the finished product, the, the end game, just overlooks the evolution, the experiences, and the little bits of knowledge gleaned along the way. Enjoyment of the developments, that process, that's, again, that's the whole game. Now, botanical method aquariums pretty much demand that you slow down, since the very nature of utilizing materials like leaves and botanicals will result in them gradually decomposing in water, and not only changing in appearance, but influencing the water chemistry and physical environment of the aquarium to a varying degree, we, as lovers of botanical-style aquariums, view every aquarium as an evolving entity. And as an evolving entity, a botanical-style, botanical-method aquarium, boy, I still say style, don't I? Botanical-method aquarium requires some understanding, patience, and yeah, the passage of time. You can't rush this process and expect good results. It's why we literally pound it into your head over and over and over again here that you not only shouldn't try to circumvent these processes and occurrences, you should embrace them and attempt to understand exactly what they mean for fishes and the animals that we keep. They're a key part of the functionality of your system. I've always been fanatical about not taking shortcuts in the hobby. In fact, I've probably avoided shortcuts to the point of making things more difficult for myself at times. Over the years, I've thought a lot about how we as botanical uh, method aquarium enthusiasts gradually build up our systems and how the entire approach is about creating a biome of organisms, just like what nature does. It works exactly the same in the aquarium if we let nature do her work without excessive intervention. Just be patient, really patient. The lack of patience in the hobby is reflected in social media in social media posts, especially many of those so-called build threads you see on you know, specialty forums. We used to see these a lot in reef keeping forums, and sadly, they kind of seem to follow a very predictable path in many cases. They start out innocently and excitingly enough. The tank concepts highlighted, the acquisition of you know, usually expensive equipment is documented, and the boxes of gear by the tank, and then the build begins, and the pace quickens, and the urgency is to get the livestock in the tank as soon as possible. It's palpable. 
Soon, pretty large chunks of change are being dropped on some of the most trendy, expensive coral frags, or worse yet, even colonies, whatever they can get their hands on. Everybody who's in awe of the additions, everybody's excited. Those who understand the processes involved and really think about it begin to realize that this is going too fast and the process is being rushed. That shortcuts and hacks are cherished more than the natural processes required for success. Sure enough, within a month or so, frantic social media and forum posts are written by the builder asking for help to figure out, you know, why his, his or her expensive corals are struggling or what's going on with that algae problem. And despite the enormous amount spent on high-tech equipment and additives and corals from reputable vendors, and when suggestions are offered by members of the community, usually they're about correcting some aspect of the nitrogen cycle or some other critical biological function that's not too sexy but was bypassed or downplayed by the aquarist in an effort to collect stuff. Usually the fixes involve doubling back and spending some more time to reboot and do things more slowly to let the system sort of evolve. Oh, that word again. And then the, yeah, I know, but kind of responses, the ones that deflect responsibility start piling up from the hobbyist. Often the tank owner will apply some misplaced blame to the equipment manufacturer, the livestock vendor, the local fish store employee, almost anyone but him or herself. And soon after the next post that you see in the forums is in the forums for sale you know, section, selling off components of a once ambitious aquarium. Another hobby is lost to lack of patience. Now, it doesn't happen that way all the time, but it, but it happened quite a bit over the years, and I've seen that. We have to overcome this phobia that we collectively developed, which says, I can only share my best work. I only need to get it to some point where I'm comfortable showing it off. Why? Because it makes us go too fast. Because people might see that your tank had to start somewhere. Why is that a problem? Because you might have some algae in there. Because you haven't arrived yet at the final wood configuration. You don't have all the leaf litter in place. What is it? For every excuse, I can think of several reasons why you should share. Everything. Even ideas that I thought were a bit out there are not quite as ready to show the world based on the idiotic standards we in the aquarium community have set for ourselves. I shared and I continue to share. We just have to. Because to not share not only perpetuates the absurdity of rushing, it glorifies the finished product over the process. Because all the things we do, especially in an up-and-coming hobby specialty like the botanical method aquarium movement, are important, they're special, and yeah, they're inspiring. All of them. Even the stuff that we think is not so good. We're not fully fleshed out just yet. Sure, there are aspects that don't make for the best optics, as they say in politics. You can't show an empty, cloudy aquarium on Instagram or Facebook and get the 400 likes that you'll want on the pic. Sadly, acceptance from others of how cool our tanks are is a big deal for many people. So sharing under construction tanks are not as exciting for a lot of people because as a hobby, we celebrate that finished product, whatever that is, more than the process of getting there. However, it's all good. It's all important. Because what you may think is an undeveloped idea could very well be the spark, the inspiration for somebody else who may have been stuck and was just waiting for the right idea to come around. There's no need to rush. Go with the pace that you're comfortable with. No matter what it looks like or how it might play out on Instagram, just share, be proud, and be happy with what you've accomplished. Enjoy the aquarium that you're working on now. Enjoy the journey. Stay patient. Stay thoughtful. Stay brave. Stay happy. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.